Welcome to the Divorce Angel Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Summerton. Attention business owners, senior managers and executives, your successful separation begins right now. We have the answers to the questions you did not even think to ask. Let's face it, you're already successful in your career and we're here to help expand your knowledge and limit your costs by designing a strategy for your divorce. We take all that business knowledge you've acquired and we put it to work. With proven strategies, systems and processes, we've saved our clients tens of thousands in legal fees and helped define their future. And now we're doing the unthinkable. We're revealing the secrets the lawyers have tried to hide and giving you our formula for five steps to a seamless divorce. We're changing the world one divorce at a time, so stay tuned. Hey everyone, and welcome back to this week's podcast. I wanted to talk today about something that I think a lot of us have either felt or you may even be feeling right now. In the last few days, I've had quite a few clarity calls with clients about what needs to happen and the steps they need to take. And there's something that runs through each and every one of us, whether we've already been through the divorce or whether we're in the process of doing it now or even just contemplating it. And that's fear. We're all fearful and it's okay. So I wanna tell you it's okay to be scared. It's okay to be scared because what happens when we're scared, it means that we think through things. We contemplate our decisions and we do that for a very good reason. We want to make sure what we're doing is the right thing to do. The problem here becomes is when we think about something so much that we're so fearful we get stuck in inaction. And that's a dangerous place to be. Because I've also chatted with people, and to be honest, I was there probably myself for a period of time. And that's where you go over and over and over again in your head, something I call monkey mind, where you just continually go over it, over it, thinking about all the consequences and what's gonna happen. And when we do that, we become paralyzed by the fear. And when we're paralyzed, what happens is we just stay where we are. And a question I often ask those people I'm talking to when I'm having clarity calls is, what is the cost of your inaction? I want you to think about that. What is the cost of doing nothing? And if you do nothing, where would you be in two, three, five years from now? If nothing changes, how much does that cost you? And that there, my friends, is what you should really be fearful of. Fearful of not changing. Fearful of knowing inside of yourself that something's just not right. Like you know you have to do something about your situation, but you're so fearful of the consequences that you just stay where you are. And I've been working on a presentation today and it came back to me the life that I lived after I left my first marriage. And 
I can tell you right now, I'm so proud of what I was able to, to achieve. Now, years ago, I wouldn't have said that, but this is the truth. You know, when I left my marriage, I'd been a stay-at-home mum for 16 years with three children. So I hadn't been in the workforce for many, many years, and everything just changes and evolves so quickly in, in our world, especially today. And... I still found somewhere this ability to say to myself, you can stay in this big house with the tennis court and the pool. You can stay as what your friends called you, the Hallmark family. And that become part of the problem because I was pretending all the time. I felt like I was just living someone else's life. I was pretending that I was happy when really I was so, so sad. And I had to make the decision, do I actually continue where I am or what is this costing me? So many people think about what it's costing them if they leave, but what's it going to cost you if you stay? And I go back to the start where I said, it's okay to be scared. That's okay because that's your body telling you that you're stepping outside of your comfort zone. You're doing something that you didn't expect to do or you probably weren't even prepared to do. And that's why a service such as mine is so invaluable because there's nothing to be scared of. Because if I've got the answers and I can tell you where to go and what to do and how to put the plan in place, all you've got to do is just follow the breadcrumbs that I put out. Because if you don't, the cost of staying is not only years off your life, but it's years of happiness, especially if you're not happy. If you're not happy, it's no one else's responsibility to make you happy but yourself. And it took me hell of a long time to actually even learn that it took me such a long time to think it wasn't my ex-husband's fault it's not my now husband's issue either it's not his job to make me happy I'm the person that makes me happy I'm the person that feels fulfilled I'm the person that is able to understand what I should do and when I should do it that's no one else's choice and how far I've come, really, some days I sit back and I look up in the sky and think, wow, the simplest things bring me such joy. The simplest things that I probably took for granted before because the pain of the hurt of staying in the unhappiness, what it did is it dimmed out everything else around me because the loneliness inside was really what just continued to churn around and around and some of you may have been there some of you may be there right now you know what I'm talking about don't you that pain of I've got to do something but I just don't want to do it I know it's going to be uncomfortable I know it's not going to be easy but I also rationally in my head I know that I have to do something because if I don't Things just can't stay as they are. 
So it's okay to be scared and it's okay to be frightened. But it's what you do with that and it's how you use that energy that really is the important thing. Because I can tell you right now, just as much as you are scared or frightened, so is your partner. He or she is feeling exactly the same way, maybe even worse. And it's not a competition. It's not a race to see who feels the worst or who can say, you know, the most awful things. It's actually a competition to work together to try and get through this as effortlessly as possible and make sure that you're on the same team. Because when you can come up, and we've all heard it before, when you can come up with a scenario that is a win-win for both parties and you're there for each other, it means that you're actually celebrating the life that you had rather than sitting back and looking at all of this went wrong. This wasn't really what I expected. When you end a relationship and you, you're arguing or you're hateful towards each other or you're, you even are angry at your partner, the most amazing thing is in that position your partner has no idea whatsoever those feelings that you're feeling. So the only person that's actually getting upset by those emotions is you. So let me just tell you a story about something that happened to me on the weekend. And this is how far I've come. I suppose this is a bit of a, um, a reminiscing sort of podcast today. My first husband was extremely controlling so for the 22 years that we were married I'd only ever spent two nights away from him wherever I went he would go with me and if we ever went on holidays we all went together it was you know I'd never really had a girls weekend or anything like that until I'd left the relationship and that obviously as you can see was part of the problem I felt trapped a lot of the time Now, my new beautiful husband, Richard, he's the complete opposite. And this is where we have to be very careful what we wish for. So I wished for a person that loved me no matter what. I wished a person that would trust me, would never second guess what I was doing and gave me freedom. That's who I found when I married Richard. He's all of those things. So this weekend, he was away at a fishing competition and I was going out on Saturday night with some girlfriends and I was talking to him on the phone and I hung up and I thought to myself, he didn't even ask me where I was going. And I took it as he didn't care. But then you've heard me before, if you've been listening to the podcast long enough, I always suggest we go through the seven reasons why someone may have said something like that. So in my head, I went through all of the reasons possibly he didn't care or he didn't ask the question. And by the end of it, by the time I got out with the girls, I was fine. I sort of got over whatever it was that was annoying me at that time. Now, that's how far I've come because... 10 years ago, that would have been something that probably would have annoyed me. But I've learnt the skills and I teach the skills to get through that emotional baggage now. So 
So it's not up to him how I feel after he does something. That's up to me. Then the next day I was talking to him and he was driving home and I said, hey, babe, you didn't even ask me where I went last night. And he said to me, yeah, but I don't need to ask you. He goes, I trust you. I know that you're going to be okay. Um, I know that if you need to tell me something, you're going to tell me. Here's the thing. I wished for that person. I wished for that man to be my husband. And that's who he is. But then when it doesn't suit me, I want to, you know, drill him about why aren't you inquiring as to where I'm going or what I'm up to? And this is the problem that we have when we move into a new relationship. And I mean, I teach this stuff, but I'm still dealing with it day after day, just like you guys are. This is something that we have to continue to work and evolve on. But it's it's that beauty of the awareness because before I didn't have the awareness and now I do. So I stop myself. I ask myself seven reasons why. And by just doing that simple exercise, it changes everything that I think. I deflate my own emotions. I get rid of the old habits. I get rid of the meaning that I was giving it because I was giving it some meaning that he didn't care about me when the actual opposite is so true. He really does care so much about me, but he trusts me so much that he doesn't need to ask what I'm up to. And so when we're talking about fear, I'm here to tell you that once you move through whatever it is that you're dealing with right now, When you set your intention, there's nothing to say that everything you wish for cannot come true. Because it certainly happened to me. Like down to that finer detail, I wanted a husband that wasn't controlling and that's what I've got. So don't be fearful. Get excited. Because the future can be anything you want it to be. But the cost of inaction The cost of living in fear means you're just going to stay where you are. And what is that going to cost you in the long run? Because that there, my friends, is what should be helping you step forward. What should be helping you get moving, get a strategy together, understand what you need to do. Because all of the information is out there. You just have to go searching for it. And like I said to one client today, this promise I can make. Each and every one of you will be okay. It just depends on what okay means for you. We all have a different interpretation. Just like me, if I think being okay is living in that big house with the tennis court and the pool and the two golden retrievers, if that was what my okay looked like, if that was my benchmark, I certainly don't live that life today. I'm okay in a completely different way. I'm okay in ways that are far more important to me and you can be like that too. So if you'd like to know more about how I can help you, why don't you book in a clarity call? You can get onto www tanyasummerton.com.au or there's no way you.com 
and book in a clarity call and i'd love to have a chat with you and just help you understand you do not need to be scared there's help available and when you've got the knowledge of knowing that it's just a breadcrumb after a breadcrumb after a breadcrumb and eventually you get to where I am, that's all that matters. And I promise you, you'll be okay. Okay, well, that's it for this week. And I'll talk to you again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Divorce Angel podcast. Go behind the scenes of my business to learn the secrets no one else will share. Deep dive into the Divorce Angel process and listen to our most popular episodes over at tanyasummerton.com. If you love this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives. That's all for now and I'll catch up with you next week.